Oh, Kyle, it is the end of another year. Yes, it is. Hard to believe, man. It kind of is, but don't we? And the end of a decade. It is. I'll see you next decade. Yes. Ha! Ha! Uh, But I guess that's kind of cliche. Don't we always say that it's hard to believe this year flew by? Probably, but at at least as I get older. And wiser. Yes, yes. But time goes faster. Like, as, I, as a kid, I felt like, you know, school years. And, and your receding when, hairline goes first. Yes, it does. Yeah. And faster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's cue the jingle. Christ can change your past. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. When you were dead, he breathed into your lungs the breath of eternal life, and he resurrected you. It is by grace. Now. Now, right now, you confess and believe. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church ministry. My name is Matt Hensley, and I'm the pastor of Mayhill Baptist Church and managing editor of Lifeway Pastors, and I'm joined by... Kyle Bierman, pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico, director of Replanner Development for the North American Mission Board. And together, Kyle and I bring a combined 33 years of ministry experience to the table, and we still mess up time and time again. But we're glad you tuned in to learn from our mistakes, and uh, this will be a bit of a year in review episode. Yeah. And so I guess first, I don't know who really, truly, deep down, cares about our families. (laughs) But well, we do. Give, we we certainly care about our families, right? So well, mine. I don't <laughs> know about you. Anyway, why don't we give a quick recap of yeah. our kids? So uh, you've got. Do you have a teenager, or is he still? He one is year a away? preteen. He's okay. twelve, but we are uh, full, yeah, on full on into the grumpy teenage years or grumpy preteen years. And well, my my most favorite part is that he's he's come into that spot where he's really easily embarrassed by things I say and do in public. And you so spent your life preparing. Yes, for man. I, I feel like I've been called up to the big leagues. Yeah. Like this is what I've prepared for my whole life. And um, he's, he's at that point where like uh, kind of physical affection makes him a little um, uncomfortable. <laughs> so, um, you know, hugs, not so much, but, but especially like kissing him on the cheek, like he just hates that. So if I can sneak up, and just plant one on his on his cheek. Especially if he's by friends. Yeah. So I, yeah. But even like just like by himself, like kissing oh, really? him goodnight. Oh man, he hates it. So, uh, but every once in a while he'll be talking with Michelle, and I'll just come up and like wrap him up and give him a big kiss on the cheek, and and I love it, and and he he hates every minute of it, and it's awesome. Yeah. So love it. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. Um. That that I'm I'm at that point where I can, yeah, embarrass him. Um. And and it's great fun. Great yeah. fun. Yeah. So yeah, um, my kids um, became thespians this year, entered the world of, of uh, theater and have caught that bug in a big way. They did two this last year and both of them are planning on um, auditioning for The Hobbit, the musical next year. So it looks like we are a theater family yeah. now. And I just found out that um, the, the adult music theater in, in Alamogordo is planning to do Elf next year. You're and totally so again, new. like this, I'm like, I've prepared for this yeah. like my whole life. I'm so, so on board with that. So. Yeah. Michelle doing good? 
She is. Yeah. Uh, you know, right in the middle of our, I think this is our fourth year to homeschool. Yeah. So um, yeah, great, great year. Good. Ten, 10 and 12, both kids are in double digits and, yep. and growing like weeds, man. Yep. Noah's going to be taller than me this time next year. Well, I'm, 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 I know it's not, I mean, there's not a great accomplishment, are, yeah. but still it's like, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like we wrote a book last year. Great. So did a million other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So our kids are similar, but we've got two that are racing towards that stage. Yeah. Uh, one is definitely full on the uh, preteen stage and a, uh, another is right behind her. Of course, all of ours are a year apart. And uh, so it's it's marvelous uh, over the next couple of years. Uh, You're going to have four teenagers in your house yeah. at once. Yeah. God bless me. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. Right? Something like that. Sure. If you, that, if you want to rip that verse out of context, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, <laughs> where, where there, what's the other uh, scripture verse about where there were uh, two two footprints in the sand and then they became one. That's where Jesus that, was carrying. This that, is the part where we get to one. That, that is definitely not in the CSB. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm certain. It's the ESB. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so family's good. Girls awesome. have uh, gotten so close to all A's um, and uh, it's not a big deal, but you know, they, they've really been working hard yeah. and are trying hard, which is what matters. And uh, they're involved in knowledge bowl. Because uh, they're a bunch of nerds <laughs> and uh, band again, nerd them, uh, but so was her dad. And uh, yeah, I, I like to embarrass them too. Like, as they're remember what was the movie Parent Trap or whatever? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, and she's Lindsay like Lohan. make yeah. good yeah. make good choices. Make good choices. <laughs> Every time I leave, I, I yell at the top of my lungs at band or whatever. Make good choices. Love it. Yeah, love so, it. So yeah, it's awesome. Um, Rebecca's doing well and. Uh, Still enjoying that stay-at-home mama yeah. life, and uh, I beg her to get a job all the time because <laughs> I stress her out. So it'd be easier just to get. Can't a job. imagine that you would be stressful at all because yeah. she has five children. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, if Rebecca was on our last uh, grievance episode, she would just say uh, grievance one, Matt. Grievance two, Matt. <laughs> grievance three, Matt. No, uh, life is good, and uh, and then the church is too. We've uh, grown significantly. Yeah. Uh, this year had a number of baptisms, and uh, I always love growing by new believer growth yeah, uh, versus uh, sheep swapping yeah. uh, growth, yeah. and so that's always a blessing. Uh, we probably, by the time this airs, uh, will be in the black. Um, and that means I'm you will be beardless. Uh, yeah. I am excited and terrified yeah, about so that we, all at the same time. Those that don't know what we're talking about here, I did a beard versus budget fundraiser r-a-z-o-r uh, yeah uh-huh. and uh and so i did that and said if y'all can meet your lottie goal and the budget goal uh then i'll shave and uh, those of you that don't know my beard was just above my belly button uh at its longest point and it was uh, awful it was pretty <laughs> it was awful <laughs> and uh but i loved it and it's how i concentrate how i focus on uh, sermon prep and uh but it is going to be shorn very soon. When, when is the last time you were completely clean shaven completely co- yes. like yeah. shaved with a razor yes. uh five years maybe wow and awesome. uh, but there's always been something usually and that was just to shave it off and start over yeah. so it was kind of right back yeah. um so so yeah and this all started i guess with my first no shave november 
like years ago and that one got out of control and uh then i needed to get hired at a church so i shaved it and then so i i now that's like my one excuse for the church like anybody's like uh because they they're always seem to be worried that i'm gonna move on up and i try to stress with them no this is where i am and but i said if you see me shave my beard suddenly that's what you need to worry but you've got me for for here in the mountains you have like the perfect mountain man beard. I mean, that's, and, and, and you're not the only one in your church that has. No. And right now there's beards. four. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're going to shave uh, to commiserate no, with me? No, oh. no. Cause it's too cold, man. My, my face. And, and you're in Alamogordo. It's 90 yes. degrees here today. <laughs> it is not. 90 <laughs> it's not quite as cold as me. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, but we, we, we finally had some uh, early mornings that dipped down into the low twenties and that's, that's cold enough. Yeah. It's, it it's plenty cold. Yeah. Um, so, so first of all, let's just kind of start your interview personally, right? So we, we talked we a little just bit about, did well, that. we talked family, but in the but, church, but let's talk. Okay. Now it's your turn to okay. tell your church. Okay. Yeah. So, so our church, um, we, uh, we still we, have Kyle as a pastor. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, things, things are as good as they can be, <laughs> but, um, no, man, this really was a banner year. Um, cause we started off, we, we've grown a little bit the last couple of years. Um, and then actually in the, in the beginning of the year, our attendance was down a little bit. Um, and then really starting summer, um, but between March, between, between where we were at the beginning of the year to now, um, we've, we've grown really by a third and maybe a little bit more than that, um, here at the end of the year. Um, so from, from where I was three and a half years ago, we've, we've doubled in, and, um, so it's just been fantastic. It's been a group in a great year. We, um, had a, and, and we've shared before about the struggles that our church has had budget wise. Um, we're going into 2020. Uh, completely self-sustaining. So um, we're going off of the salary support that we've had. We're, we we no longer have a school that meets in our facility. Um, so it's it's us um, with, with with the leading of the Holy Spirit. So you know I'm, I, I never want to make it sound oh here we are just on our own, but but we are a, a self-sustaining, self-supporting church now, uh, which is a big deal um, to be able to do that before we hit the four-year anniversary. Yeah, uh, seems like a big deal. So. Um, yeah, numerically, ba- baptisms aren't, aren't where I would like them to be for the last year, um, but we've grown. And it's again, it's not it's not sheep stealing. Alamogordo is a unique spot because we have people moving into town constantly looking for a church. And and, and many of them have settled in, in at, at First Baptist. They love that pub year. table, baby. That's it. That's it. All, all, all about the all about being culturally relevant with the with the pub table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, and this was a big year for us personally too, though, yep. because as you mentioned just a bit while ago, we, we wrote a book yep. and, and personally um, I finally got over that, that hump and finished the, the doctorate. Yeah. Um, both of which, I don't know if I've shared this before on here, that the, our book manuscript and my doctoral thesis were due on the same day or due May 1st. And we got them both done ahead of time, which is very out of character. And uh, I wrote just as much for your <laughs> dissertation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not Kyle, I did not. I did not. Anybody listening from Rockbridge, Rockbridge, he wrote everything. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was a. I, I haven't even cool read year. your little coloring book. <laughs> my, my dissertation? Yeah. You should. It's on Acts 2, 42 through 47, discipleship yeah. in Acts 2, 42 through 47. And so one of my goals for next year is, is to take that and turn that into a book. And so that's my goal for, for 2020 is to write a second book. Cool. So, so fun. Yeah. But man, what a, what a great year yep. in churches and 
it, it was a really good year. Yep. And, uh, and, and also for the, uh, for the podcast, yeah. um, we had a number of great, uh, guests, uh, you know, Dr. Greenway, uh, came on yeah. the show, the uh, new president of the Southwestern Baptist Theological yep. Seminary, uh, Jamie Dew, yep. Dr. Dew, uh, came on, uh, the new president of Nolens, yep. uh, Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, we had Gallaty, we had your hero, Andrew, Andrew Peterson, Peterson and, yeah. uh, Derek Webb, and no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> uh, Philip Betancourt, yeah. um, Mary DeMuth. Yeah. We, we had a number of, uh, it was a banner year for the podcast guest. And, uh, and, and for our listeners, I mean, because our, our listener base grew uh, quite a bit, pr- probably due to those guests. Um, because it's not it's our not voice, us. and it's, it's not, not our us. wisdom. Yeah, that's right. And so, uh, yeah, good year here and so much that we owe to our, to our listeners. Yep. Um, and so we, we were grateful for, for everybody that listens to us week in and week out for yeah. what, for whatever reason that we can't yeah. possibly fathom, but we're, we're grateful that you do. They put up with the other weeks to get yeah. to the good guys. Yes, that's right. That's it's probably exactly what right. really happens. Absolutely. But, uh, and what makes that possible is, uh, two sponsorships. Yep. Uh, this, this year we continued our sponsorship and partnership with the Christian standard yep. Bible. Uh, we both use it. Yeah. Uh, we both preach from it. We both do our devotionals, our yearly reading yeah. plans, all of that stuff through it. Uh, love its blend of readability and accuracy. This was also the year that I learned how to say accuracy. I believe <laughs> it was. I think um, you're right. And, uh, so we're grateful for that. Certainly encourage you to check that out after the show, the, uh, CSB. And uh, but we also added uh, the Crown Jewel. Yes, we did. Seminary, uh, the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary there in Fort Worth. Uh, and what's been nice, I think, about it is there's a million different people we can get for sponsorships yeah. and partnerships yeah. and, and all of that, especially with the numbers that we bring in. But to be able to pick those that we believe yeah. in, and so then it's not work to plug it right you know i'm not having to come up with something great yeah. to say about southwestern or the csb yeah. you know because it's what we use yeah. we know that our congregations have fallen in love with that bible yeah um you know and and, and even though you know cause as, as we both know and have talked about I, i'm i'm not a southwestern grad right i've been on campus a couple of times for events but um but but it really is it's a it's a seminary that we both believe in um and that we see doing great things for the kingdom of god and for the local church and yeah. Um, and we have, as we shared last week, we have the opportunity in, in March to go and, and be a part of an event there. And, um, I'm excited to see where that partnership goes to continue partnering with them and and to continue seeing what they do, especially uh, the thing that I'm most excited about right now is is Kenneth Priest and and the revitalization program that they're implementing, um, which, which I really do, I think is going to be top notch. Um, because we certainly have a heart for replanting and revitalization. And and I think Southwestern is going to be on the cutting edge of that. Yeah. And, and it's exciting to see. It's exciting to be able to be a part of that. And, and one of the things that I love about their approach to hires and, and stuff like that is that they're getting practitioners. Mm-hmm. It's not people that just have read and studied missions or whatever. And, and I mean, yeah. they, they put out a tweet the other day that I think there's some combined 40 or 50 years yeah. or, or more it's incredible. of uh, missions experience, like every single yep. one that's on their staff as, yeah. as faculty for that have been missionaries. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, obviously systematic theology, you know, type stuff is taught yeah. by Dr. Garnell, yeah. um, Dr. Grace, well-written, well-read, 
you know, truly systematic yeah. theologians. Um, you've got Dr. Queen there with evangelism. We've all gone out to eat with him. Yep. And you cannot get through that no. meal nope. without probably being put on the spot to share the gospel yep. if he doesn't himself. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, you've got the preaching uh, teachers. You can't ask for yep. a better round of yeah. professors. And, and especially with, with, with Kenneth Priest, who's continuing to do revitalization for the Southern Baptist of Texas Convention and, and is now teaching that at, at Southwestern as well. So he is, he is a professor, but he's also a practitioner. And, yeah. and, and, and I think we're going to see more and more of that come, come up. Um, and and I'm, we're both huge fans of that because in, in, your, in your role with Lifeway, you are a practitioner while, while running Lifeway Pastors. Um, all of the guys on the replant team are practitioners. We're all in the field. Um, so, you know, the, the thing that I like to say when I talk about the replant team is I say, we're not, none of us on the replant team is sitting in an office now for Etta yeah. hatching these ideas. Um, even Mark, who's the only one of us that's not on staff at a church, uh, Mark Clifton is in a church, church every, every single week. Yeah. Um, and, and is, is in the well, field. Well, technically, in the sometimes he's in a car stuck. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No. Which, which, by the way, I think is, so if you didn't see that, uh, a couple weeks ago, Mark Clifton uh, was on his way to preach. And, and got stuck on the interstate. There was a wreck and, and I mean, weather was awful. There was ice and snow and uh, traffic came to a standstill. So there was no getting to the church. So yeah, he just pulled off to the side, pulled out his phone and, and did it like a Facebook live. <laughs> and that's how he preached. Yep. Um, probably not what we'd recommend every week. Yeah. But yeah, but and, and Mark, Mark's going to do whatever it takes to connect to. And, and to what's pastors. really neat about that is, you know, that whole practitioner side is uh, you're, you're not, trying to think of what should be done, what can be done, you are actually what is being done. And so you've got, so we just got interrupted by four dogs. Uh, and now my wife is on, this is Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. We'll just run with this. Yeah, yeah there, we'll there's a dog in my lap. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, this is Tuve, named after Al Tuve and about as tall. Uh, he's about half a foot off the... Uh, there we go. <laughs> no, I have not fed the dogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, but this is like life in a it really is. Like you're it studying really for is. your sermon, and all of a sudden somebody walks in yeah. the door and baby's crying. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, but you know, it's not ivory tower just trying to think of what should be done. Yeah. It's what is being yeah, done. Absolutely. And uh, and so I love that aspect of yep. Southwestern and to have them on board to be able to plug them. Preaching source, for example. It's which you've been featured on once or twice. I've, right? I've been, yeah, yeah. They they were really in need of a rider one day. <laughs> they they like, tapped hey, out all their resources, man. Like, no we, one else is available. Like Furtick couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't get Osteen, they couldn't get anybody. So they're like, Matt, please just give us something. Uh, so yeah, I gave them a few things. Yeah. And uh, but but it's great if you're wanting uh, you know sermon structures, if you're just really struggling to yeah. come up with how to break up a text or know how to do it, why they do what they do. Uh, it can give you a good insight yeah. into the what truly text-driven preaching because yeah. I feel like most everybody wants to be a faithful preacher of the yeah. word, uh, and and even those that would would call themselves expositional yeah. preaching, it's not always driven by the text. It's we're just going yeah. verse by it's, verse. It's, a, it's of, a buzzword that, yeah. that doesn't necessarily. So mean, they'll, yeah. they can show you even if you don't go to campus, which we do recommend you do. Um, but if, if not, you can still understand how to do it, yeah. all of that from the resources yeah. that they have. So it's good to be able to plug things that we believe in. And, uh, and so finally, 
uh, to make this somewhat helpful. We've talked about our families, we've talked about our churches, we've talked about yep. the podcast. Uh, we realize that those of you that are listening, uh, you have had a year, period. Yep. You know, we've, we've all gone through the same year. Some of us have had a good version of 2019. Yep. Some of us have had a bad one. Uh, some of us, like like myself, it's been so many ups and downs, yep. like a roller coaster, that you might describe it as just meh. Like the good outweighs all of the bad, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but but you still there's so much heartache from some of the other things that it's still a struggle. And so all of us listening, maybe you've lost a loved one in your own you know life. Yeah. The the yep. you know dogs coming in while you're studying or or yep. recording podcast or something, you know, something with life is weighing you down, yeah. like with my dad and his health, yeah. um, you know, friends turning their back on you, or you hired a great guy and it didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things with thousands of pastors ultimately listening in, you know, probably hundred of them had a great year yeah. that they would say, this is the best year I ever had. Yeah. And there's probably a hundred or so that said, ah, this was the worst. Yeah. And then probably most would, would fall into that category yeah. of the mix of good and bad. We saw his hand, but man, <laughs> hand was hard sometimes yeah. too. And so we just want to encourage people like, like you, everybody that's listening in that falls into those, whether it's good, bad, meh, whatever, um, that uh, just, just give you some encouragement as we wrap up. Um, Kyle, if somebody is listening in <clears throat> and they had a fantastic 2019. Yeah. Um, every number that they follow, baptisms, budget, attendance, um, website hits, I don't care. Every single thing is off the, yeah. off the charts. Um, family's great. Church is great. Everybody loves you. Everybody's singing Kumbaya yeah. during the business meeting. Great year. What would you say to them? Um, celebrate it, right? I mean, we, we, don't, we don't want to... Um, we don't want to neglect those things. And in particular, if you're in like a revitalization, celebrating wins is key, right? Re rejoicing. So, you know, like for us, as we approach the end of the year, our attendance has been fantastic this year. We want to celebrate that. Um, our, our baptisms were not outstanding. And so we, we want to want to pull back and, and, and say, okay, this is really good. We want to celebrate this. And here's an area we need to focus on yeah. for next year. Um, so, so you, you certainly want to um, celebrate your wins, but we don't want to get into that where we where we hit the cool things are going great. Now we can just coast, yeah. right? I, I can check out and, and because ministry is nothing is given in ministry, right? And there are going to be highs and there are going to be lows. And so, you know, if, if this was a great year, that, that's awesome. Realize that that there are probably still some difficult years to come. Um, and to prepare for that, don't, don't dread it, but, but, but thank God for what he's done and, and don't just take it for granted. Um, but, but then I think I would, I would caution to don't, um, we talk often about churches that celebrate the past and live in yeah. the past. Um, I, I think as much as we talk about that, none of us is immune from that, right? Of man, this is, look at how well things are going. I, I really don't want to mess with anything. Yeah. Right, because there are still changes that need to that yeah. need to be made and and tweaks that need to happen. Don't be afraid to do that just because things are going well. Um, especially if you you know, if we stand on the authority of the Word of God. Um, sometimes we preach the Word of God and that draws people. <laughs> sometimes you preach the Word of God and that repels people. Yeah. Right. So so don't 
don't compromise that for the sake. Yeah, don't don't compromise that for the sake of numbers and for the sake to try to keep this high going. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the only thing I would add to that, agree wholeheartedly. The only thing I would add is those of you that had a great year, you probably know somebody that didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Take them out for coffee encourage them don't use that as a, as a time right say, hey we had a thousand baptisms how did you but, do <laughs> but just let them talk let them vent yeah. encourage them yeah and uh and and so that would that would be the only thing i would add is yeah. is find somebody that maybe had that bad year that not so good year or and just take them out love on them yeah. encourage them to to stay in it um because like raising a kid you know like the yeah. the first year or so you pretty much just have to make sure they're fed, changed, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, life's, you know, maybe some sleepless nights, but for the most part, life is good. Then they start being able to walk <laughs> and then you got the terrible twos. A lot yeah. of that's really in the church too. You start losing that honeymoon phase yeah. and you realize that life is happening. So, so just take some time to encourage those guys. Um, as far as the bad year, uh, maybe there's some that are listening in Kyle that wish like forgetting the sovereignty of God, how, right, you know, you're right. still learning from all this, but they wish it was so bad that they could have just skipped it yeah. as if that year never happened. Yeah. Uh, maybe no baptisms or, you know, those they did baptize. I don't know. You know, everything was, was bad. Critics are crazy. Yeah. Um, problems at home, wife hates your guts, whatever. <laughs> you're ready to throw in the towel yeah. and sell essential oils. Yeah. What would you say to him? Um, don't give up. Right, especially in this work of revitalization and replanting, um, there are hard days. Um, there, there's a lot of joy to be found in it. There's there's a lot of there, there's a lot of things you can celebrate, but man, yeah, there 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 are hard days. Um, and so the, uh, our biggest my, my biggest encouragement is just don't give up. Yeah. Don't send out the resumes. Most of the time, right? I mean, and, I mean, I think I think we we both agree there there are times where there's no other option, right? Like maybe for your own, for the sake of your family, for your own um, spiritual or mental um, health, you, you, perhaps you, you have the to. health of the church. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, but, but that's going to be rare that, that where I think we would say, um, yeah, it's probably time to walk away. Um, don't, don't give up, continue, um, continue laboring, continue being faithful, continue doing those four things that we talked about in the book and that, that we harp on all, a lot preach, pray, love, and stay. Yeah. Um, and, and find someone with, with whom you can meet for, you know, I, I, we talk about meeting for accountability. So sometimes meeting for accountability is just, um, I, I need you to talk me off this ledge. Yeah. I, I need and you. And we've been there for each other. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, and you know, and, and, and just simply it's like, like I need, I need a place where I can go and vent and unload some stuff because it's certainly not healthy to keep all that inside. Um, because when you do that, most of the time, um, uh, as bad as the situation may be, it's not as bad as you can begin thinking it is. If, when, if you don't when have, you dwell on it, it just gets yeah, worse and worse. If, if you don't have some outlet, yeah. uh, someone with, with whom you can share those frustrations and who can speak hard truths into your life, but who can also encourage and pray for. And if you can find somebody to buy you coffee on a regular basis, that's all, the, that's all the better. Right. Except um, I found out that you, I was getting coffee from you that the church paid for. <laughs> no, no, I, I was given a gift card. So I was, I was blessing you by, by members, by people in the church. Part of the church. Yes. 
And but I, so, I like making it sound So really I was bad. passing that blessing on to you. As, blessed, a, as a church that's in the black, as a, church, a as a church that's in the black, I was I was passing that blessing on to, to you, the church in the red. To the church in the red. In the yes. beard. Right, too. Uh, the the thing I would add would just tie on to what what Kyle said. Uh, you aren't alone, even if yeah, you feel like right. it. And so there's groups out there, pastor groups. Reach out, mm -hmm. uh, send us a message. Uh, you know, both of us uh, have our DMs open yeah. on on uh, Twitter, I believe, yep. and, and Facebook. Send us a message yeah. if if we can't kind of regularly work with you, we can find somebody that can. And and. And a good resource for that is replant at nam.net. That, that's our replant email. Um, and you can just, I mean, you can share whatever's going on in your life there. And someone from our re, from the replant team at NAM will be in touch with you yeah. to, to talk you through whatever situation you're facing, to just offer some encouragement. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're in need of some resources, like, like you're just kind of hitting a dead, dead end and you're like, I, I don't know where I go from here. Um, Email replant at nam.net and, and we will we will get you some resources to help walk you through this because as Matt said, you're not alone. You are not the first pastor to walk through the situation that you're going through. I guarantee it. Um and, and we have resources available to help yeah. with that. So and uh and so finally, uh Kyle, probably most of the people listening in fall into this category. Uh the meh. Yeah. Year. Yeah. This is those it was okay. mixed bag. There was mm -hmm. good. There's bad. There was even some ugly. Uh, maybe the good has you hopeful. Bad has you a bit stressed. Yeah. Uh, ugly might make you think it's time to send out yeah. the, uh, the resume, uh, you know, thinking of things like, you know, the church grew perhaps numerically, yeah. uh, but the budget looked like a bloodbath. Yeah. That was us last year. Yeah. Not, not this year. Uh, uh, maybe you've had a number of baptisms. Uh, but the lives of your members are just a utter train wreck, um, you know, to steal our little line. Um, I mean, the list really could be yeah. limitless there. Uh, what would you say to them? Um, so, so I think this is a good time to reflect. I mean, it's, it's the end of the year, right? You're, you're looking certainly to, to 2020. If you've not already started setting some personal and, and ministry goals, I think now's the time to do that. Obviously, um, as you, as you enter into a new year. Um, so, so take stock. Um, and, and maybe even have someone else evaluate as well. Who's familiar with your church and, and, and yes, cover the, cover the struggles that's important, but identify wins, right? So if it's a, if it's a May year, you'd say, yeah, there was some good, there was some bad. Um, identify those things, celebrate the things that you can celebrate. Um, and, and then work to correct the things that need to, that need to correct, that need to be corrected. Um, don't, don't just, cause this is something I've done in, in the past is it's not been reflective enough on, on the good things and not been reflective enough on the bad things. And because I think, I think that one of the dangers where, where, like you said, a lot of guys are, it's not that they're just outright discouraged. So they just kind of feel like it's, it's mundane routine. Right. And, and I, I mean, there are certainly those days, but I think ministry is an adventure yeah. and, and it should be. So, um, yeah, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid to take an, a good, hard, honest look at where you are and celebrate what you can celebrate, correct what you need to correct and, and realize we're launching into not just a new year, but a new decade where, I mean, certainly in, in the world of replanting where, where I'm living right now, I believe that, that God's going to do some amazing things by, by the time we hit the year 2030. Um, and, and so don't, don't give up. Um, keep, yeah, keep pushing forward. 
yep. trusting the Lord's the Lord's working in ways you can't even understand yep. or see right now. Yep. Uh, I uh, I think you learn from the good, the bad, yep. uh, the ugly. Know that God was working through all of it somehow. Yep. And uh, use that to kind of inform how you're going to launch into the next year. Yeah. You know, if uh, you know, for for us last last year, number of things that were great. And, yeah. but the budget was like the most pressing yeah. thing. We realized that multiple more years like that, we can continue to grow. And essentially as we grew, had more expenses, yep. you know, that's how that works. That yep. Stuff. Yep. Uh, but our giving wasn't catching up. And so that's both discipleship and, you know, yeah. I, I'm not the, the guy that sees the, uh, and, the low giving one. And, and some, some of that's normal, right? Year. I, I yeah. think, I think for this, the standard would be that, that budget follows numbers, right? So, so in a lot of cases, you'll see a church grow numerically and, and the budget um, trails that a little bit. So I think that's normal, um, but you're right. That's, that, that does need to be addressed because that's yeah. not sustainable. You can't have a church of 200 people operating on a budget of 75. You just, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so our, our final encouragement is for each and every one of you, uh, because if it was a great year, if it was a bad year, if it was a meh year, uh, you all have the same thing in common. Yep. And that is Jesus's promise in Matthew 16, 18, that I uh, will build my church. Jesus will build his church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. And in uh, the fact that Jesus is the one on the throne, Jesus is the one working in, through, and in spite of you uh, should free you up a bit. Uh, trust him uh, like like we often say kind of cliche with the SBC, trust the process, yep. you know, you, you also need to trust the process with the yeah. church. There's going to be good years, bad years. This upcoming year might be the worst year you've yeah. ever had a ministry, but it's not like Jesus stepped up off the throne this That's year, right. you know, so he's still on the throne, still working in through and in spite of you and you can trust him and uh, that he's going to keep his promise to build that church. Yeah. And uh, so Kyle, you had a final word. Yeah. So, so um, to end on a light note, I, I have two goals for us in 2020 for the podcast. Okay. Um, and those are in the ter in terms of guests. These, these have been el the elusive white rabbits for us that, that I'm, I'm declaring, I'm naming and claiming it. Then in <laughs> 2020, we're going to get these two guests on the first is Dr. Albert Moeller yep. at Southern Seminary, the only seminary president that we have not had on yet. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, guests or uh, listeners, if you can help us, um, we, we would really like to have Dr. Albert Moeller on. And then secondly, our Mount Rushmore of guests, the one, the only Wiley Drake. Yes. Is, 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 that's been our goal for like my, three years. Now, yes. Right? Since, years. since episode one, yeah. we've, we've had this goal and thus far he has eluded us. So, uh, I declare that in 2020 we will have the one, the only Wiley Drake and we're going to Orlando, which is kind of a, um, historic spot for, uh, for Wiley Drake. Right. So, um, so I, I think this is the perfect time to have, to have Wiley. So the last, we, we should take Wiley Drake to Disney world. Wouldn't you imagine? Awesome? That would be so cool to have, <laughs> to have a picture of Wiley uh, with us, with Wiley Drake, like and right Mickey in front of the, Walt, yes, right yeah. in front of the of Cinderella's castle at, at Walt Disney world. We don't need to take them there. We could Photoshop that. That, that would Patrick be a, <laughs> that would but, be a bucket uh, list item. And then we end the podcast. Like yeah, there's nowhere else done. to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> 
I will give you a bit of an update. The last time that I spoke to to Wiley, uh, he was not that interested in coming <laughs> on our show, but he was interested in us coming on his. So let's do it. We we, we can, we can it. work out it. We can work out we, a deal. We can do it. Yeah. You, we come on the Wiley Drake. Oh man. Yeah. Matt and Kyle on the Wiley yeah. Drake show. We'll put his number in the show notes and send him a text and say, we want not another Baptist podcast. No, uh, we won't do that. But uh, man, we, uh, we know like our years, uh, there's good, bad and ugly. Yep. And uh, but God is good and on the throne yeah. and we trust him. And I uh, hope that you have a great new year and launch into another decade with 2020 vision. Hey, there you uh, go. That's what our church is but doing I... next year. <laughs> and uh, but uh, we're grateful you have taken the time to tune in. Uh, it's been a great year on the podcast, and look forward to another great year uh, with our sponsors and upcoming guests that uh, can't wait to share with you. Uh, but uh, until then, you can visit notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook under Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at nab underscore podcast. Uh, but until we have Dr. Muller, <laughs> until we have Wiley Drake, uh, what shall our listeners do? Well, until next year, mm. may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare.